Good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital 5 Minute Morning Minor. It's Wednesday, October the 27th. Can you believe it, Paul? We're almost at the end of the month already. Doesn't time fly? It does. When we're awfully busy, it sure does. We are awfully busy. It's great. Um, now, look, let's kick off today. Two companies that actually were part of the uh, the VSA-backed Shanghai Mining Club and attended our, our conference in Beijing last week uh, had some, I think, some quarterly activity reports. That's Gallon Lithium and Firefinch. Uh, do you want to just give us a quick bit of news on those? No, oh, yeah, I just brought that up to to uh, say that uh, though they had been in Shanghai Mining Club and uh, both of those are uh, very active companies uh, going forward. The quarterly results more or less are repeating uh, what they had otherwise been saying in individual press release announcements uh, up through the quarter here. Uh, Firefinch, of course, with uh, both big activity going with the uh, uh, operation of the Marilla uh, gold mine uh, there that they're uh, uh, operating with some success and bringing that to full production. And then uh, as well as its Gulamina lithium project, which is uh, now getting financed uh, by Ganfeng uh, lithium. And w in the case of Galan lithium, they're uh, leading into the PFS uh, level activity on their uh, lithium brine uh, projects there in uh, in uh, Argentina. So, um, uh, very good progress there being uh, shown by both, and both are well financed at the moment too. That's the key point for these earlier stage uh, companies. There you go, big tick in the box for Gallanism and Farfinch from Paul Rankin. Couldn't ask for more, could you? Uh, right, here's another one, Bushveld. We often talk about Bushveld because we love vanadium, but you know what? And I always say this: I, I, they put out the most confusing RNSs in the world, I think, and I'm I'm still struggling slightly with this one today where they've basically announced that um they've had some repayment from the dufa dufa co or something uh, on convertible notes but they converted into equity some most of it has uh, what, what's all this bull explain it, Put yeah. it make it simple for me yeah i'll try i'll try to here uh, the bottom line is that they had 11 million a uh, half million us dollars of remaining balance in convertible loan notes which were outstanding They've renegotiated that now such that nine million of that principal will be converted into new shares of uh, Bushfeld. So it's a debt for equity swap there. And the balance of two and a half million dollars US uh, together with uh, accrued interest on the notes uh, will also be uh, repaid uh, uh, as well. So uh, the key point, I think, is they uh, get the cash component off of off of the obligation here and have converted about, uh, you'd roughly say, 75, 80% of that obligation into equity of Bushveld. Yeah, I mean, debt for equity swaps normally aren't the sign of, should we say, a growth company. Um, that was me being polite for a change. Um, and I don't know what other debt they've got, Bushveld, but I mean, I, their financial position is not as strong as I think one would like. Should I put it that way? Yes, I think you should put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure I don't get into trouble. Uh, now, to another one that a lot of people um, follow at the moment, which is Phoenix Copper. Um, it, it's quoted on just about every exchange in the world, isn't it? You would think so, but uh, it's uh, only uh, quoted on a couple, actually. 
Well, it's on AIM, it's on OTC, it's which other one? It's on another one, isn't it? Frankfurt, there'd be enough. Oh, yeah, Frankfurt, Frankfurt. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's sort of all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, in Phoenix Copper's case here, they've uh, managed to uh, pick up some additional ground and also <clears throat> buy back some outstanding royalty that was uh, on uh, acreage involved with their Empire Copper. Uh, a project in Idaho, and specifically, they'll uh, <clears throat> pay 1.3 million in cash, of which uh, half a million is is already paid, and another three quarters of a million will be paid in three installments of uh, 250,000 each uh, over the next three years. And <clears throat> as a result, they managed to. Uh, get a conversion <clears throat> such that uh, the uh, sellers will get a one and a quarter percent royalty uh, as well. Paul, well, if you want to go on mute a second and cough your guts out, then do. because don't, And don't forget, don't come into the office if you're not feeling well. Yes, that's right. <clears throat> All right. Get rid of that cough. It's, it's not good. <laughs> All right. That's Phoenix Copper. And I think probably worth just mentioning also, isn't it, uh, whilst on copper, Spanish copper miner, uh, Atalia Mining. Uh, Atalaya Mining, uh, the Spanish copper producer in the former Rio Tinto Mining District, uh, declared their first initial dividend this uh, uh, the, today here. They're going to pay uh, a dividend as of the 1st of uh, December uh, <clears throat> in the quantity of 29 pence per share. Uh, that uh, equates to about an annual uh, dividend uh, rate of a 7.3% yield. And uh, it's uh, essentially brought on because the copper price has been so uh, strong and the uh, the capex that they spent in order to expand the mining rate and the milling rate uh, there at the mine, that's all been spent and has uh, gone relatively smoothly here, such that they're generating excess cash and can, can now start returning some of that to shareholders. I think we're going to have to call it a day here before, before you, you give up with your throat. But I would just finally say that uh, we've seen this morning that Yellowcake have raised um, about £109 million gross, I think, um, for more people to basically get exposure to uranium. And I'd have to say, you know, the price, of, I mean, I've got uranium wrong, by the way, but the price of Yellowcake, which basically reflects the uranium price, has gone from basically this year from £2 to nearly £4, virtually doubled. And here are people chucking in over a hundred million pounds. I, I, you know, I've got to say, I can't help but feel that that is putting your money in at the top of the market. But I know, Paul, you've been more bullish on uranium, but I think it has peaked now, hasn't it? Well, I think you're taking a lot on a lot more risk by uh, essentially pumping money into this uh, particular in investment uh, style uh, of uh, trying to stockpile yellow cake at this point. Uh, there's other other more lucrative. Uh, opportunities i think out there i would have thought so it's a big company i mean it's going to have a lot of uranium stockpiled anyway there we go that'll do for today um so i hope your cough gets better paul and uh, we will speak again maybe tomorrow okay very good <laughs>